Welcome to I'm a Keeper Living by Design, a podcast seeking to help you understand how special you are in your design and how to be your best self through an understanding of your God-given inner kinetics. With self-understanding, you'll have the key to not only solve a multitude of problems, but also to reach your maximum potential. You'll learn how you can help others, including your children, to achieve the same understanding and appreciation of personal value as well. Whether you're seeking personal growth, parenting help, corporate achievement, or community leadership, understanding your inner kinetics is the key to open the door. Now, I'm a keeper living by design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln. Thank you for the privilege of being with you. I'm Ray Lincoln, and if you're a parent, I want to congratulate you. Because you see, you have chosen the most difficult, demanding, and at times infuriating job in the universe. Well, I wonder why that would be. It's because you're trying to raise and train the most complicated organism in the universe. Complications come from emotions, and emotions are very difficult to understand. And they hit you suddenly. And when that happens, it is just terrible. You find yourself emotionally engaged at the same time as your child is emotionally engaged. Let's say you're in the supermarket. Uh, You've finished your shopping, you're in line, you're ready to be checked out, and all of a sudden that wonderful little child of yours throws a doozy of a tantrum. And you try your best to do something about what is so embarrassing. What is actually happening is this. The emotion with which the child started is not the emotion with which the child ends the tantrum. The emotion keeps changing with every thought and with every new aspect of that emotion within that child's mind until the tantrum ends. Complicated? Oh yes! Do you know what that sudden new emotion is? No, you don't. And you're trying your best to do something about it. Well, let's think about something else for a moment. Let's say uh, the dad comes home from work, suddenly steps inside the safe haven of his own home and is greeted with screams and yells from obviously angry kids. And the thought races through his mind, I'd rather be at work. Isn't there something I can think of that'll get me out of here? Well, what about his wife, the mom? She's had this all day. She's exhausted mentally, emotionally. She's frustrated. She's ready for any solution. But smart as she is, she's heading for the door. Keys in hand. Calls out as she closes the door behind her. I've got a couple of items to get. I'll be back soon. And then 
She savours the idea of her husband trying his hand at trying to solve the universe's greatest problems. This isn't rocket science. This is far more complicated. Everything that's coming at you is something you don't know is going to come at you. Well, we're going to talk about all of this because there really are solutions, real solutions, and I want you to have those solutions. But before we do that, there's another issue. The one we're going to talk about in a moment. Let's change the story. It's been a good day. Maybe for some of you an exceptionally good day or an exceptional day. And the kids, the moment the dad steps through the door, greets them with a hug and urgent request for his attention. And his wife, having had a wonderful day with the children, smiles, kisses him softly, her eyes brimming with tenderness. But somehow, behind all that, she's puzzled. Why is it that today was so different from yesterday. What's going on? Yesterday, my children were little red devils, complete with pitchforks. And today, they're angels. What parent has not at some time said to their child in frustration, I just don't understand you. Why do we need to understand? That's an interesting question. Well, there are reasons, of course, because our children are not the same as us. It's strange that we think they should be. I remember a mum that came to me, and she had four children. She said, I want you to tell me what's wrong with three of my children. One of them is wonderful. He does what I expect and I want him to do. The others, well, I've tried everything and nothing works and they make me so angry. She'd done a child temperament key, of course, because I always ask parents to do that for themselves and the children before they come to see me. I took a look at the temperament keys. <laughs> it was obvious. Obvious because it's all the time facing parents. Children are not the same as they are. They're different. And if you have a number of children, each one of the children are different. They have different urges and drives deep inside of them that are shaping who they are. And that's what we really need to understand. Parents tell me, surely we should be able to understand our kids. They're our offspring. We are the adults. 
and should be able to figure out a child. Besides, they're supposed to be a chip off the old block. And don't they have the parents' DNA? Oh, that's very misleading. <laughs> there are many expressions possible for the same DNA, even if they did have the same DNA. However, don't forget, they are individuals. They are unique, each one of them. And an experience I had when I was asked to talk to the Darling Doubles, a wonderful group of parents, male and female, both mum and dad, there. And these were comprised of parents who had more than one child, more than one child at the same time, twins, triplets, quadruplets, etc. <laughs> and I, I remember clearly, I went up to one of the mums who had identical twins and said, are your twins truly identical? She said, yes, they are. Are they the same on the inside as well? I asked. Oh no, she said, they're totally different. In fact, I've, I've met twins that are identical, that when it comes to how they look and feel on the inside, it's a very different picture. Is there a way then of knowing our children when they're different from us? Well, yes, there is. It's actually called temperament. That's the name we give it. Not temper. Everyone has a temper. It's temperament. And temperament is a surprisingly accurate way of understanding what otherwise we will never understand about our children and about ourselves. Let me tell you the history very quickly. This is not a new, untried, untested area of study. The understanding has been with us for, yes, millenniums. Around the year 580 BC, the first recorded instant, instance in all of literature was a man standing by the river Chiba. It was in the land of Iran, which was then Persia. He was a prophet. He was given to visions. And he said, I looked up and I saw the heavens open. I had a vision from God. And he said, I saw mankind, male and female, humankind, in four faces. And he names the faces. Now his visions had a very interesting characteristic. They were rooted in reality. And so those four names were what he felt represented the different types of people that were so evident to him and what he saw in his vision. 200 years later, 
around 380 BC. Hippocrates, a physician and philosopher, Greek, who lived in the island, on the island of Kos in the Aegean Sea, said, I have been studying humans for a long time now, and I can clearly see there are four different types of humans. So he sets about describing them. And because he described them somewhat, he's called the father of temperament. And this understanding went on and on and on throughout history to the very present day. Men like Plato and Aristotle, all of the wonderful writers of the best novels, cast their characters according to those four temperaments. And the amount of information that we have gathered all the way up into the 20th century is quite surprising. Data that is telling us what these four types of people really are like, these four temperaments. And we've done a tremendous amount of research just lately. So much millions and millions, over 60 million people have talked about why they're like the way they are and what it is trying to understand themselves and have added to the knowledge that we have of what those four temperaments are really like. So today when you've done a temperament key on yourself or your child, uh, it's easy. You've told me already what's on the inside of you and it's easy to understand those urges and drives that are shaping your life, shaping the lives of your children, shaping the lives of children that are most probably very different from you. So here's my experience and yours. I get up in the morning and look in the mirror. Now for me it's not a very good thing to do. <laughs> It's kind of scary, but anyhow, I can see on the outside exactly how I'm made. But what I can't see is what's on the inside. Is there a mirror? One that can show me what those urges and drives are deep inside of me? Well, yes, there is. So let me talk about it for just a moment. Each temperament is made up of a number of strengths. And those strengths are urging themselves to be expressed in the human life. They really want to be felt and developed and they become the path on which that person can be the very best that they could ever be. You see, if your belief is that God made you, made you the way you are for a purpose, then look at it this way. Those strengths are clear indication what he wants you to be. 
and what he wants you to understand of your child so that you parent your child according to who they need to be, want to be, and the urges and drives inside are driving them to be. So, those strengths, do they include weaknesses? Oh no. Weaknesses are not something you can give someone. Weaknesses are self-made. Our weaknesses are an entirely different story. But our strengths are what as a parent we need to know of our children so that we can develop them according to how they will find their fulfillment and live the greatest life they can ever have. Now, you've often heard people say, you can do anything you want to do. And they tell their children, yes, you can do anything. So the child sees some person on television doing some fantastic thing and decides, oh, I can do that too. They're trying to be someone else, by the way. And when they try to be someone else, eventually, it becomes a real failure. So what is it that is really key to our need to understanding the child? Well, it's their, their feeling, not our estimation, but their feeling of comfort inside. You see, isn't it true that you don't uh, socialize with people who make you feel uncomfortable, who don't understand you, and when they don't understand you, you don't feel comfortable in their presence? You go along to uh, your coffee place, Starbucks or whatever it is, and you sit down there on the way to work or on the way to a chore that you have to do or on the way to work, the work that you do as a mom at home, so demanding, and you decide to have a cup of coffee. You get it, you sit down, and you look around, and uh, here's a person coming straight to your table where there are two chairs. And the person says, uh, excuse me, but there's no other seat in the entire place. They're all taken. Do you mind if I sit here at this table with you? You're a wonderful person, so you say, oh, no, of course not, of course not. You start talking. Moments later, you realize that this person is not anything like you. This person doesn't understand you. And you're getting uncomfortable. You finish your coffee, you get out of there, and you go home and you say, you know, I'm just longing to go back to that Starbucks again and, and meet that person I saw. No, you don't. You ask your wife, where is the nearest Starbucks beside that one? You try and find another place, another person to talk to, where you will feel comfortable. Can you imagine what's happening in a child when they don't feel comfortable in their own home. They don't feel understood by their parents. 
Their parents seem to want to make them into something they're not, force them into ways of doing things that are, are so awkward and difficult and even distasteful for them. Is one temperament then better than another? Of course not. They're all wonderful. But you see, when we don't understand our child, they feel that we feel they're not wonderful. They're not valued. They're not worth the same as you're worth. And the result is aberrant behavior. So we love to be understood. And what I'm saying to you is understand your child. And when you understand your child, everything is going to change. Your home, even the atmosphere of your home, your children, and the way they see you, and their attitude toward you, and their willingness to do what you want them to do. So, let's do this. We're going to talk again, and I'd love you, I invite you to be there, I'd love you to be listening again, because I'm going to describe those four temperaments to you, and I want to take you to take your first big guess at what your child really is. It should be pretty obvious. And I want you to do a temperament key. Now, at the end, you'll be given the details of what to do. It's free, and there isn't really any difficulty. Answer the questions about yourselves. Do a temperament key for each parent. And then do a, do a child temperament key for each of the children. Now, why are we doing the temperament key? Because you're going to be asked questions about how you feel about this, what would you do under this circumstance, etc., etc. So that the questions are designed for us to understand clearly what those strengths are inside of you. Not weaknesses, those strengths, that's what we want to know. And once we understand the strengths that are inside you and inside your children, then we can say, this is what's happening in your home. You are this, your child is that. And the difference between the two is not being understood. And there are clashes. And there's nothing as bad as the strengths of one temperament heading in one direction, while the strengths of the parent are heading directly in the opposite direction. And there's nothing but a serious clash. And then everything has to be mended if possible. And only if you know how to mend it. So that temperament key is going to show us the strengths that are on the inside. And then I'm going to be able to show you why it is your child is doing this or that instead of what you want them to do or think that they should do or you've been training them to do or 
God forbid, been forcing them to do. You see, parenting is not all about forcing our child. The greatest strength wins. Parenting is about understanding, about teaching, about leading, about modeling, about training. A child in the greatest subject they will ever have to be trained, life. How to understand themselves and others and how to live in a world where people are not the same and everyone is to some extent absolutely unique. Well, I want to invite you to send questions. I want to talk about temperament. I want to talk about understanding. I want to talk about those strengths. I want to talk about how to have a totally different home experience. But I also want to answer your questions because you have specific questions. Send me a brief statement of what you want to know. I'll answer as many as I can, include them in the podcast. And that, I hope, will be very helpful. So I want your interaction so that I can interact back to you and we can begin to find those specific answers to what is really going on in your family, helping you bond a family together and helping your child bond to you because you can't bond to your child. Your child has to do the bonding and they will only bond to someone they truly understand and understands them. Why are you doing what you're doing? And you're saying, why is my child doing what they're doing? We're going to have very real answers. Thank you for the opportunity of today. I invite you to be back with us next time. And let's have a wonderful time together. If you would like to learn more or have any questions or comments, please log on to www.innerkinetics.com. There you will find much more information about Dr. Lincoln and the many services that he and his associates can offer to help you lead a more fulfilling life. You will also find the many resources available from Dr. Lincoln, including his best-selling book, I'm a Keeper, as well as Inner Kinetics, your blueprint to excellence and happiness. Also, get your copy of the just-released brand new book, Who Am I?, Please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode of this podcast. And please tell your friends so that they can join the family as well. Be with us again next month for I'm a Keeper Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln.